0: everybody. Welcome back to my channel and life goes on by Tanvi. I am Tanvi, this is my studio and uh, oh my, oh welcome to my podcast. <laughs> um, and life goes on by Tanvi. So I don't know what, uh, so whatever you're listening to, whatever you're watching, wherever you are, um, a very warm welcome, basically. So today we're going to talk about my favorite emotion and this emotion has become my favorite very recently. Over the past few months, I realized the power, the strength of this emotion. Um, So my favorite emotion is something that is not very popular and something that is not the most favorite emotion and we usually hate this emotion and we hate everybody who feels this emotion but we fail to understand the beauty that lies within this emotion so without further ado i would like to introduce you to my favorite emotion anger and no i'm not gonna be angry at you so please like just chill out (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so anger is my favorite emotion. I know that this is like a completely bizarre thing to say and most people, like I don't know anybody who would ever say that anger is my favorite emotion. I love to feel angry, but let's understand. I love to study anger because anger is sort of a very complex emotion, okay? It's not very straightforward, like I believe joy, bliss. These, these emotions are very straightforward, you know, it, it's like calm, okay. But anger is actually a very complicated emotion and our relationship with anger is even more complex. That, that sort of makes this emotion more complicated and feel more rejected. And the more we reject this emotion, the more problems we have feeling this emotion. Now, before I go on and talk about anger, let's understand what an emotion is. So, every emotion, let's understand it this way that every emotion's purpose, life purpose, is to be felt. Okay? We cannot suppress suppress any emotion, we cannot reject any emotion. Even if we like uh, on an external level, even if we are very good at masking our emotions, but at the same time, it still remains. It still remains in our subconscious. So every emotion that that we as human beings feel is important Okay so anger is one of the most important but a highly misunderstood emotion now let's understand why i want to specify and change our uh, and talk about anger okay because anger uh, is something that usually we reject uh, or we hate so uh, this this like rejection of this entire emotion um sort of creates suppression of it and the suppression of anger gives rise to suicidal thoughts and hence that begins into that that results in self-hate and when that self-hate aggravates it it becomes like um it sort of uh, begins to project into the external world So, for example, when a person begins to hate anger, when you don't like to feel angry, you would begin to suppress it. But there would be a point after which you would not like to suppress it. So, that leads to uh, excessive suicidal thoughts, because uh, thoughts of self-harm. Or uh, when even that's not working, the person might try to harm everything or everyone else around them. Now, this is the unhealthy version of Uh, or relationship with anger. But anger is actually a beautiful emotion that can be used uh, or that is there in our body so that we can protect ourselves, okay? For example, if somebody tries to harm you or if somebody tries to misbehave with you, we must feel angry because if we don't feel angry, we will not be able to raise our voice. In a way that not, 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 not in order to abuse somebody, you know, not in order to uh, hurt somebody. But for example, if somebody uh, says something abusive to you, it's important for you to feel angry, okay, feel angry and respond in a way that, listen, this behavior is not okay and I am not going to tolerate this. Now, till the time you're not, you don't have a healthy relationship with anger, you might suppress the anger and hence you might accept all the abusive behavior that's happening around you or you might suppress it to the point or you might sort of like reject it so much that you begin to become aggressive as well in response to abuse you might also begin to abuse somebody okay so this is these are some of the reasons why i want to speak about anger now i like to think of anger as um as a beautiful force of nature, okay. So uh, it's uh, let's let's uh, take the first law of motion, uh, Newton's first law of motion, f- uh, as an example. Okay. So Newton's first law of motion states that any object that is in motion remains in motion, um, uh, or any object uh, is, that is uh, still and not in motion remains like that till the time an external force is applied. Right. So, uh, any object that's moving, it will keep moving, keep on moving till the time you next apply an external force. And any object that's still and not moving will remain like that till the time an external force is applied. So, think of anger like this external force that we need to uh, either slow down. For example, if we have been going in the wrong direction, or if somebody has been going in the wrong direction we need to feel angry right that listen this is not okay so i need to change my direction so anger is sort of that force that that stops that motion in the wrong direction or uh, on the contrary if we are passionate about something but then we don't want to take action okay so anger is the force that we need in that case that, okay, uh, I like this thing, I want to uh, study or I want to pursue a goal, uh, whatever it is, you know, in your job, in your career, in whatever it is. So, but then you don't, ha- you don't have the will to do it, okay? So, anger, again, is the force that helps you motivate to reach that goal, okay? Now, this is what uh, we can also uh, call passion. Okay, so I believe passion is a result of love and anger combined. For example, uh, if somebody is really passionate, uh, we say for humanitarian work, okay, and uh, humanitarian is too broad, I would just like to say, okay, let's say that um, somebody is too passionate for um, animal rights, okay, or for supporting uh, veganism. Let's, Let's take this example narrowing it down. Okay. So, um, now this person loves animals. Okay. Now, for example, somebody loves animals, but then if you see, so now when you love uh, animals and you see animal abuse happening around you and you see the importance of veganism, now that is when you would need anger right? Because then you would see that the things that are not okay around you, you would see things that are not right around you and you would feel that, uh, this anger that you feel in your body when you see incorrect things happening around you along with the love for that thing. So for the love of that thing, you would feel passionate towards taking actions. Okay, I'm not saying that you would feel violent. Now, violence and suppression of anger are all a result of an unhealthy relationship with anger that i'm going to talk about uh, later on in this video but in general passion is love and anger combined so we really need anger okay we really need anger to go after what we desire in life because without anger we cannot feel passion we cannot go for the things that we need now even as per hindu mythology uh, when you understand the philosophy of Lord Shiva and Mark Kali, for example, they speak about anger and destruction in such beautiful ways that we sort of don't want to accept. Okay, We think that again, death, destruction. Um, uh, and anger again are bad things. But then Ma Kali for example, she is a force of nature that uses anger to destroy the evil that's around her. Okay, because without the anger, without her love, she would not feel angry if there's something wrong happening around her. And if she doesn't feel angry, she would not be able to take an action against, against the things that she is not okay with. Similarly Lord Shiva talks about destruction okay Uh, that how good it is to destroy the things that are not good for us. It's important to feel angry when somebody misbehaves with you so that you're able to put your boundaries or able to tell them to just get out of your life (laughs) and do not bother you or whatever is the necessary action in your specific case. Uh, Now this relationship is the healthy relationship with anger. And this is why we need anger. So now if anger is such a great thing that fuels our passion, that helps us protect ourselves, then why, why do we have such a negative relationship with anger? What belief system creates a negative negative relationship with anger that leads to temper issues or that leads to suppressing or rejecting anger completely? Now this negative relationship is a result of our human tendency to judge everything. Now what happens is because human mind and our social conditioning forces us to judge everything but we have an emotional body which has a range of emotions. Now, we have categorized all our emotions as either good or bad, positive or negative. Now, anger, we've put it into the bucket of negative emotions. Now, when any emotion from that negative bucket wants to just be felt, okay, just be felt, that's its only purpose. It only wants to be felt. When we begin to feel any emotion from the negative bucket, what happens is we feel shame over it. So, now understand the sandwich that we create. We have anger. We put a layer of judgment over it and then we create a layer of shame. Now, shame is sort of completely opposite to what anger is. Okay. Now, like I described, anger is a force. Okay. Anger is the force that needs to be expressed. While shame stops you from expressing. Okay. Now, these two forces are sort of like in battle with each other okay it goes in this direction goes in that direction now this creates problems in the emotional body this creates the unhealthy relationship with anger that results in temper issues aggression violence or violence towards self Self-hatred, self-hate, lack of self-love, suicidal thoughts, and everything, okay? Because there's there's this huge fight between shame and anger. Shame, anger, shame, anger, shame, anger, shame, anger, shame, anger. And then we have like this huge layer of judgment on top of it, which is saying that both of these are wrong. So we have more shame over it. So I'm not going to get into the uh, complex uh, complexities of how our social conditioning is and our thought processes about a simple emotion that just exists, okay, that is just there present in our emotional body, creates this huge unhealthy pattern. Now, everything that we experience um, sort of comes is a result of our early childhood experiences, okay. And uh, of course, there are elements of past lives as well, but I'm not going to focus on that. I'm only going to focus on how our early childhood behaviors and our relationship and the things that we see in our early childhood impacts our judgment towards anger. Now, for example, most people who have an unhealthy relationship with anger, they might have grown seeing somebody in their childhood who also, who had An unhealthy expression of anger. Okay. So somebody who was either uh, always suppressing their anger uh, towards abuse that was happening towards them, and so they would uh, project a lot of self hate, hit the like a parent who would hit themselves, or a parent who was physically abusive towards somebody else. Okay, uh, now this is the primary thing. Of course, uh, it cannot, it should, it, it's not always the parents, but it can also be the society or any early childhood experience that that brings like uh, this thought process that anger is bad. Now, when you grow up seeing a little bit of violence, or a lot of violence in worst cases, then of course your relationship with anger becomes and your judgment towards anger is that anger is a bad thing. And whenever you feel anger, you feel a lot of shame. And so your relationship becomes that sandwich thing, becomes so complicated and complex. Now let's understand the two categories where the expression of anger can become unhealthy. One is the projection of unhealthy anger which results in violence that results in maybe hitting somebody else hurting another person being abusive to somebody else okay which is an external projection of anger that i won't get into the details but of course we all know how the unhealthy external projection of anger looks like that could be breaking things hurting other people abusing other people, emotionally abusing other people. This is all an external projection of your own relationship with anger. Now, the second category is the suppression of anger. Suppression of anger is mostly common in women because as uh, you know, we have, and, and I'm not saying that this is a common thing, that this is, only in women but it is more common in women of course uh, there are many men who begin suppressing anger as well but it's more common in women because as women uh, many times in the society women are told that they uh, a strong woman or a good woman or a good woman uh, is supposed to be very poised is supposed to be very calm is supposed to be very welcoming is supposed to be happy all the time you know so it's supposed to suppress husband's anger not feel triggered all these things now this beca- this also is a very negative thing because this results in the suppression of anger now what happens is when we begin to suppress our anger okay we don't get an outlet for uh, releasing this anger okay now, when you have a negative relationship and you have temper issues, you are still projecting it, you still have an outlet for anger, but when you have, when you begin suppressing this force, this is a strong force, understand, and you cannot really stop it because it doesn't really go away, so you try hard to stop it, but then it doesn't go away and that creates frustration that creates this internal turmoil and frustration that I cannot cannot stop feeling angry. I cannot stop feeling mad at somebody, you know, these kinds of emotions. This is another unhealthy relationship with anger. Now let's understand um, how to create a healthy bonding with anger. There are two ways. First, uh, we need to be aware of our expression of anger. of uh, of how we are either suppressing it or how we are either projecting it onto another person. The The second thing is awareness, okay? So, awareness of anger and the fact that anger is not a bad thing, it's completely normal and it's healthy for you to feel angry and it's needed for you to have strong boundaries to protect yourself, to protect your inner child most of the times when we feel that we are unable to protect ourselves like for example when you don't have a healthy outlet towards anger you might not have healthy boundaries and hence you might always allow people to either step all over you this is when you begin to suppress your anger now this again creates more shame more guilt okay so that just keeps going on and on and on now in order to increase your awareness of anger one method that I really like is uh, going into, taking a vow of silence, okay? Now, when you take a vow of silence, now this this does not mean that you begin to suppress anger. It is just that you begin to understand what your first thought towards anger is. Now let's, let's understand. For example, you're not allowed to speak the entire day, okay? You don't have to speak. Now, when we don't speak or when we meditate, You can also meditate over anger. You don't have to like not speak for an entire day, but that's something that really helps. Now, in this case, when somebody does something bad to you, you will clearly listen to the first thought that pops up in your head when someone does something wrong to you. What is that first thought? What is it saying? Why do you not like that thought or why do you like that thought? If you like that thought, why are you not able to express it? are you expressing it if you are expressing that thought are you expressing it in the right way or the wrong way now let's understand for example somebody says something bad to you now there are two ways of expressing anger for example you can either say that you're such a mean person how can you do this to me okay i hate you anger expression of anger yes but without awareness now with awareness how the same sentence would sound like would be. I am not okay with the way you are treating me and so you need to stop doing this another expression of anger but here you're not telling somebody that they're a piece of shit or there's something this or that you know whatever it is now once we are aware of the fact that emotions are just emotions you don't need to pass judgment or label or put a label on your emotions uh, they just need to be felt and we need to have a healthy expression of emotions. We need to be aware of when we feel angry, what are our triggers, When what are the things that make us feel angry. This could be something that's outside in the government, in the way the society functions, I don't know, whatever it is that makes you feel angry, okay? Write it down. Learn, understand, and be aware of how you're expressing your anger. Now, another thing that we need to heal when we are healing our relationship with anger is our relationship or the emotion of shame. Now shame is an act of powerlessness. Okay. When we feel shame, we sort of say that I don't have the power to change the way I feel or to change the way I am expressing my emotions. Now, this shame comes from uh, sort of like uh, your solar plexus. Your solar plexus is exactly where your ribs meet. This is a chakra that is yellow in color. So, this chakra often needs to be healed when we are healing our aspect of feeling shame over expressing anger, over feeling angry. Now, we, we should never forget that we all have a child inside us and an adult inside us no matter what our age is no matter how young we are or how old we get we always have an inner child and we have an inner adult or an inner parent okay so as we grow up this relationship that is there within us with the inner child and inner parent needs to be healed now anger is a beautiful tool that can be used to heal this heal this relationship with the inner child and uh, the inner parent. Now like I said in the beginning of the video, anger is an important emotion to protect yourself that we use to protect ourselves, okay. Now for example, when somebody is misbehaving with you, who is hurt? This inner child feels hurt, always. It's never the inner parent that's hurt, it's always the inner child that feels hurt. Now, as the inner parent, it's the duty of this inner parent to feel angry and to assert boundaries and to tell this external person that, listen, what you're doing is not, okay, you cannot behave like that with my child. Don't talk, don't talk down to my child, okay? Don't talk like that about my child or or things like that, because that's what you do when you love somebody, right? You protect them. And uh, that's why we need to have awareness and uh, a healthy expression of anger. But however, when uh, as empaths, when you grew up uh, watching a lot of unhealthy expression of anger around you, when you have seen the negative side of anger, you might have seen uh, somebody being abused out of someone else's uh, aggressive behavior, okay, or violent behavior in worst cases. Uh, Now in these cases, of course when you're an empath you feel that how hurtful anger as an emotion can be hence you have suppressed a lot of feelings of anger as a child you might have rejected so much anger that you don't know where your bursts of anger sometimes come out from okay so now in this case it's important to release this anger but because this anger might stem from an a situation in your past in your childhood that does not exist anymore maybe those people do not exist maybe that situation is not does not exist so now you cannot tell those people to have that you need stronger boundaries okay this might come from a past relationship from any any sort of past memory that does not exist and hence now you cannot protect that inner child. So, your inner child feels unsafe. Now, in this case, again, anger, like I said, is a force of nature that you begin to suppress, okay, which cannot be suppressed. So, this needs to be released. So, the first way to release anger is the boundary tool. In the boundary tool, what you do is you take a pillow and you start hitting pillow. Now, let's understand why. Anger can be expressed either either through movement or through words. Okay, so uh, when anger needs to be released through movement, this is a very healthy way of releasing anger. Now when you have a lot of suppressed anger from past situations that you cannot go to, you cannot express boundaries, whatever, blah, blah. Now in this case, take a pillow, start hitting the pillow because you need movement to express your anger. Okay, now the second thing is through expression or through your voice now go to a safe place i don't know to a valley or some place where you can scream this is a second way of of expressing repressed or suppressed anger scream scream where you can scream in a locked room i don't know in an open space wherever it is safe for you to scream not don't go screaming at people (laughs) but like scream somewhere like okay so scream in an open space scream somewhere that's safe now the third way of expressing anger that i personally like is uh by running because again movement releases anger run when you feel angry run 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 or gym use it to work out like this can really release anger and use and you can use it to actually have a better physical health you know a better body the body of your dreams whatever you know to lose weight to to get to your desired weight you can use anger to run to work out to gym to stay focused and really work out work out release dance you know all the physical activities that can help you release suppressed anger now the the next way of releasing um suppressed anger is uh, this can be used in case you have suppressed anger towards some specific situation or some specific person okay in this case sit with your anger close your eyes imagine that one person uh, or that one situation where you could not express or protect your inner child where you feel unsafe, where you feel like you could have said things that you did not get the chance to say and so you feel angry. So now sit with that situation, close your eyes, imagine that that person is right in front of you, okay, and is expressing that anger or is being angry. Now slowly visualize that this person who's yelling at you or in that specific situation Visualize that this person is going smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller in size. Okay, literally visualize that the person is decreasing in size. And when that person is small enough, express that anger. And the more you express, the smaller that person goes. And finally, that person just vanishes from your imagination. Okay, you might have to do it a couple of times depending on with whom you have suppressed anger. Now, the next... um, exercise that I can suggest is prayer. Pray. Really, prayer is a beautiful, magical thing. Now, I'm not saying that you need to pray in a specific way, because I don't believe that prayer has a specific, like you don't have to pray to a specific deity, okay? You don't have to pray to a specific god or goddess. You can pray to anybody, like in general, ask for help. Ask for help from universe. Now what happens is, let's understand the psychology of a prayer. When you pray, when you close your eyes and you pray, you make a wish that please help me feel positive. Help me not feel angry towards this person. Help me forgive this person. You bring into your conscious mind about the things that your subconscious mind is wanting, is asking for your inner child desire, your desires, your soul wants you to have. When your, when your conscious mind becomes aware, you begin to look for the ways that you can, uh, with which you can get those things, okay? That's exactly how a prayer works and of course, the magic of universe, archangels and support from your ancestors is always there. So don't forget that every emotion is just an emotion. You don't need to judge it. You don't need to feel ashamed it's completely fine. You're perfect the way you are, you're beautiful the way you are, and everything is just all right. And, and life goes on. So I hope that all these ways were helpful to you. I hope this gave a fresher perspective on anger and how anger is my favorite emotion. I hope it becomes your favorite emotion as well. I hope you use anger for going after your goals and to be passionate, towards what you want in life and yeah so i will see you again next time please don't forget to like share subscribe and comment and click on the bell icon also so that you'll always notified about the new uh upcoming videos that are there on my channel and yeah and i'll see you again next time bye bye take care